This episode of the Jamer K podcast is brought to you by From Within Records. Have you had a chance to go pre-order a copy of the self-titled LP by MH Chaos dropping at the end of this month? If not, please head over to the From Within Records Big Cartel and pre-order one while supplies last. November 12th, Shackled, Doubt Surrounds All. I, I seriously love that record and I can't wait for it to finally be released worldwide so please stay tuned for that if you're not following from within records on social media please go boot up your twitter instagram and go click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news if you're following from within records you might have noticed that they got a bunch of tapes in you got the beskar demo tapes finally came in uh, which is great this is uh, the whole reason why we're here today shout out Beskar, but please go follow From Within Records. Like I said, stay up to date on all the current news and see all the cool shit going on and all the cool stuff that will be happening later on down the road. But support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we track down Miles, Josh, and Rob. They play in a band called Beskar out of Pensacola, Florida. And I was so happy to have these guys on the podcast. I recently flew out to Pensacola, Florida to go be in attendance for the Burning Strong, the Fire Rages on record release show, which was awesome. Shout out to everybody that helped put that together. It was such a great time. I was in and out of Florida. I literally worked on a Saturday, went straight to the airport, hopped on a plane, landed in Pensacola at like midnight, woke up, hung out with Carter, Tito, a couple other people. uh, And it it was great. And then we went to the show and I saw so many friends. Shout out to my friends from Wilkes-Barre, my friends from Long Island, from uh, upstate New York. It it was just such a, a pleasure to see so many different friends from different cities all in one spot it was it was super awesome the show was fun got to beat a lot of cool people for the first time and uh during one of the bands i can't remember which one it was but miles approached me he introduced himself and i was very thankful for that and he mentioned that he played in beskar and i was surprised because i obviously am a fan of everything from within records does so i was aware of beskar Listened to the demo, I thought it was awesome, but I didn't know who else was really in the band outside of Carter. So uh, it was awesome to be in Pensacola and actually meet members of the band. So I was so stoked. Talked to Miles. He introduced me to Josh and it was just a great time. Just so many great friends. Everyone was super nice. I have nothing but positive things to say about the Pensacola hardcore scene. They got some awesome stuff going on down there. I got to see a newer band called Snow Halo, which I'm looking forward to seeing them do more stuff and hear new music out of that camp. Obviously, Burning Strong, killing it. They have a split coming out. Beskar just dropped the Edge Day promo. So so many awesome things going on out there in in Pensacola. So I hope um, everyone who isn't aware is, is aware now. If you haven't had a chance, go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music title. Go listen to the Beskar demo, the Beskar Edge Day promo, all on From Within Records. You won't be disappointed, but please strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Miles, Josh, and Rob to the show. And we're live. Welcome to the podcast, Josh, Miles, and Rob, members of the band Beskar. And I know some of you guys also play in another band, but we'll get to that eventually. But um, how are you guys doing? Thanks for your coming on the podcast. This uh, definitely means a lot to me. So I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I mean, uh, we played a show like uh, a couple days ago, and um, I don't know. I think we're doing really well. 
new record um, came out yesterday and uh, yeah, everything seemed to be going really well. Okay. And uh, before we get too deep into the conversation, so for the people who are just listening, can you guys just give um, a little introduction uh, about yourself so people can uh, uh, you know, know who's speaking? Uh, I'm Miles. I play in Beskar and Over the Line and Cradle to Grave and play guitar and drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Josh. I sing in Over the Line and I play bass in Beskar. And my name is Rob and I do vocals in Beskar. Okay. Thank you for those introductions. I just want to uh, say, uh, yeah, like I, I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. This really means a lot to me because I'm such a fan of uh, Florida hardcore and over the years, uh, you know, hearing about Pensacola, I was always, uh, not like, like puzzled, but I was always hearing, you know, uh, good things about the Pensacola scene. Obviously, you know, Bob Wilson had a stint down there, um, talking to the guys in burning strong and obviously uh, being friends with Carter and just hearing so much about Pensacola. I'm like, I was like, I wonder if they're just hyping it up because it's local to them and they're just obviously, you know, riding for their home team, whatever. But, I had a chance to go out there and actually experience it and it made sense. I, I, I was like, okay, I, I totally get why over the years, like they've been hyping it up and saying so much positive stuff about it. It, it was definitely all true. So I, I was happy to, to walk away with a positive experience and especially uh, being able to meet Miles and Josh at the show. Uh, Rob, uh, we just happened to miss each other, but uh, it, it was just a great time uh, when I was down there in Pensacola. It, it was a quick trip. But I'm glad that I did it because I, I walked away with, um, you know, memories and experiences and stuff that I'll never forget. Yeah, glad to hear that. You know, we definitely welcome anybody to come out to our shows. And, you know, having somebody like you come down and like get to experience that. I'm like, I'm glad you had a great experience with that. Yeah, th thank you. And, and like I said, I, I've only been to Florida. Uh, like I, I went to the point of contact uh, commitment record release show out in Tampa. I was at FYA 7. And I went to the Bernie Strong record release show in Pensacola. So just having those experiences uh, and them all being great. I, I obviously I'm, at this point, I'm always stoked to go to Florida um, when it has to do with hardcore. Because it's just like at this point, I haven't been let down yet. And it's always mm -hmm. been good. Obviously, like I'm a huge fan of the bands and just getting to see friends that I haven't or that I normally don't get to see. It's always a pleasure for me. So I, like I said, that trip was awesome. Uh, but I, I want to go back to the beginning of uh, Beskar. Can you guys talk about how you guys met and um, who came up with the idea for wanting to start this band? Um, so uh, a little bit before quarantine, like, you know, quarantine and everything happened, uh, me, Miles and Carter were in a band for like a little bit called like Ready to Die. And it was just like a like short little project thing. Um, and then like over the course of the pandemic, we were like, you know, like, uh, we're like talking and we're like, yeah, we want to do like that band, but we kind of want to do a little bit heavier, you know, maybe do like a straight edge band and everything. And towards the end of last year is when we like started practicing stuff and practicing with Josh. And then, um, I would say it wasn't probably until the summer where we kind of like finalized like what we wanted to sound like, you know, um, kind of going for like more like heavier hardcore style instead of like we were trying to go trying to kind of go for like 25 to life um, with like the previous band but we were trying to go like more heavy and go into more like Connecticut influence and like some like Euro influences here and there um, and then yeah I mean that's basically what Escar ended up being and then we just kind of been keeping the ball rolling as far as like putting out new songs and stuff and how long did the writing process take during quarantine to, to come up with the demo? Oh no, that's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh, we quick. Wrote, I feel like the first song we wrote was "Con Man." That's the third song on the demo, and I think we wrote that back in like December of 2020. But yeah, before that, we had a couple songs that we were trying to make work, but they just sounded absolutely terrible. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so it was a lot of like scrapping, really started basically like the summer of 2020 okay yeah and, and you think about that that's like what uh almost was that like a little over a, a year before the demo yeah. actually came out yeah mm -hmm. um i was gonna say it's just like yeah like once we finalized like what we wanted to sound like the songs just kind of came really quickly and once we had like three songs it was like Carter was just like, yo, why don't we just go ahead and record? Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much how the demo happened. And at what point uh, did you guys link up with uh, Josh? When was that? That was back in, yeah, like I December. feel like we 
we practiced like one time, probably like right before or right after COVID. And then we just never really practiced again. It was like a long time where we didn't practice uh, for best. I thought it was like back in like December. I didn't know it was like back in like the summer. I don't even, I just remember it was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like pretty much when me and you first met, Mm -hmm. first started hanging out. Mm -hmm. And was there ever any point since things were um, moving along, uh, you know, kind of slow it, obviously during the pandemic, things are really strange. Uh, was there ever any thought that, okay, this might not happen since it, it was taking a while just to get the demo together? Um, yeah. I mean, for a minute, like it, like I said, like it took a while for things to really kick off. And I mean, I'm really, you know, happy with like the way that things went because I feel like it was just very like natural and like organic instead of just, you know, guys kind of like trying to rush stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, just that break that we had for like the first practice to where we were actually like the demo songs, I was just kind of unmotivated to do anything because we didn't know when shows were going to be back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there wasn't like a rush to get the songs out or anything, but there was definitely a while where I didn't think that we were ever going to finish the demo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you guys are in Florida, so things are obviously way different. Uh, from where I'm at when it comes to, uh, you know, the COVID situation. And I, I know things shut down for a little bit, but I felt you guys had a little more freedom versus uh, the majority of the, the the country. Was there ever any thought to maybe start doing shows earlier than, uh, you know, than things started happening? Um, I mean, we kind of wanted to play everything by ear mm-hmm. just because, like, um, I mean, there were bands that were still, like, playing shows throughout the pandemic, like, even early on. But, like, you know, we kind of just were like, yeah, like we don't want to like, you know, risk any anything happening or whatever. So we're going to wait until like it feels like okay to go back to, you know, like going to shows and playing shows and stuff like that. Um, I think everybody had that kind of like hesitancy for a while. Um, and I feel like over the summer, it was kind of like, you know, when everybody collectively was like, okay, it's cool to go back to shows. I remember the technically like the first show that I went to, it wasn't even by choice. I, I went to th- this protest with this girl and we were walking, uh, we were walking through this park and out of nowhere, this band just uh, like shows up and starts playing. It was like this, this random punk band that I've never even heard of. And I, I started to panic a little bit because I was just like, I don't want this to be my first show back. So I was like, we got to go. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, props to them. Uh, obviously, uh, we're here for the the protest. I, I wasn't here to see this punk band. And obviously, they, they had a message respect to them. But I was like, I don't want this to be my first show back. I got to get out of here. Uh, so I, I was I was almost forced to, to stay and watch this punk band. But I was like, no, we got to go. I, I want to get ice cream. I want to get the hell out of here. I don't want this yeah. to be it. Um, and it wasn't for a long time, obviously, like the first real show back that I went to was that uh, section hate uh, thing that happened under those freeways. And yeah, that was shit. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and, and so like that's like something that I attended, I mean, willfully by choice. And that was a, a really crazy experience. Yeah. I mean, it definitely looked like it. I mean, respect to, you know, California and just the like you know, the shows that they're having. I mean, uh, I forgot like who was talking about it, but like I saw someone like talking about like those California shows and then everybody's trying to like kind of like now trying to catch up and kind of do similar things. Like, um, so like, I don't know, it just looked fucking wild. It was like Mad Max shit. Like everybody has just been saying about it's it. Wild. I had some homies that went to that show and like watching their Instagram stories that next morning, I literally could not believe what I was watching. Yeah, it's definitely wild. But at, at what point uh, was it like, you know, or, or when did it feel okay f- for shows to start happening again in your guys' area? When Shadow uh, and Hangman were getting blasted on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was around that time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know, for me and like my friends, uh, from like my friends I was talking to, I think we were all like once the vaccines became available to everybody, that was when I felt comfortable mm-hmm. having shows. So, like I got both my vaccine before ever playing this show, but that was like my that was my thing is I really wanted to get vaccinated before playing. Yeah, that was the same way. Like I had a lot of like anxiety about also going to shows. Um, no, I mean like no disrespect to anybody that went to shows like before vaccines became readily available. Because me personally, like I didn't feel safe going to shows until I got the vaccine, and then after a while, I was like, okay, fuck it, like I'm ready to go to like whatever show now. Mm-hmm. And do you remember like the first like real show back in your guys's area? I mean, for a while, like in Pensacola, uh, I mean, 
I feel like everybody was still kind of like hesitant, even though like vaccines were available. So um, everybody was kind of playing like small little gigs. I would say that that uh, Burning Strong record release was like probably like the first like proper show back. Oh, wow. Because um, before it was like, you know, like Best Bar played our first show over the summer. Mm-hmm. Cradle Grave played a few shows. Um, you know, there, there was like a bunch of these shows happening at this place. Um, that's like kind of close by as a kind of like an outdoor venue. And uh, we were just doing like these little gigs or whatever. And then <clears throat> once we started like talking to the people at a easy going gallery, that's when it was like, okay, we can actually have like, you know, proper shows here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we can ask like bands to like come play here and everything. Yeah. I would say that place is pretty awesome. Like, uh, you know, obviously being there for just that one night, uh, I really enjoyed the vibes, the, the staff that I saw seemed to treat everybody uh, with, with respect and not like, uh, you know, just like a bunch of weirdos that were going to be there just for the night. But yeah, everybody just seemed really friendly and just generally uh, good vibes overall. So I'm like soaked for you guys to, to have a spot like that to have shows. Yeah, I mean, it it's really cool because like uh, as of right now, we're kind of like stuck with not really that many venues to really like hit up. Mm-hmm. And they've just been like super accommodating and, you know, the, the venue is great. It's actually like right down the road from the place I used to go to shows when I was like in high school. Um, this place called Slogos. They have like a place over in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's like a vegan restaurant slash venue. It's more of a venue. It's more of a restaurant up there. But down here, that's where I saw like uh, Righteous Jams, Think I Care, um, Mongoloids, all that stuff I saw like at this venue that was literally like right down the road from easy going gallery. Okay. Damn. Uh, if, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you, Rob? I'm 31. Okay. So we're, we're, we're about the same age. I'm 32. So uh, to, to hear your name off bands like righteous jams and think I care, those are some, some, you know, obviously bands from like the early two thousands. so I, I was just definitely curious because going into this, if I'm gonna be honest, like I thought obviously Rob, you were the oldest. And for some weird reason, I assumed that Josh was the same age as Miles until he told me um, before we started recording that he was a, a little bit older. And I was uh, taken back by that because uh, in my mind, I just assumed, uh, you know, Rob and Carter were the older people in the band and the other members were just uh, these uh, high school kids, uh, you know, doing cool stuff for hardcore. So uh, I, I just wanted yeah. to, to clear the air with that. Yeah, like Carter, I think is 26 now. And I know Josh is like 24. Um, and yeah, I mean, Miles is like the person that like kind of like opened the doors for like younger kids, I think, in the scene to like be part of bands and start like wanting to play shows with like older people. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious, what's the name of your drummer? Oh, our drummer, like Beskar? Yeah. Oh, no, it's Carter. Oh, no, no, sorry, not, not, uh, I'm, I told you, but I meant over the line. Sorry. Oh, not true. So over the line, we just had a lineup change. So okay. Miles was the original drummer. Um, but then we have, I don't know if you remember Steve at this show, but there's a younger kid named Hudson. He's maybe 14 or 15. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but, um, he's going to play drums for us now, which is really sick, but he has another band called X and Chrome and they're all young kids, um, okay. who also play an over the line with us. So. Yeah, because I, I saw some videos and I was just like, I don't think that's the normal lineup. So I, I had to ask. So yeah, that was a that was a last minute change <laughs> for the show yesterday or two days ago. OK, so so Miles um, moved to to which position? Um, guitar um, slash bass as, as needed. <laughs> OK, yeah. for sure. OK. All right. I, I just need to clear the air on that. Yeah. Cause I, cause I was just curious. Yeah, for some reason that, that uh, video just like popped in my head and I was like, yeah, that that's not I don't think that's a normal lineup, but mm-hmm. okay, definitely makes sense. Uh, but going back to to Beskar, who came up with uh, the idea for like this whole uh, theme of the band? Because obviously you guys are I'm leaning into, uh, and I'm not the the most uh, you know versed person when it comes to Star Wars lore. But obviously Beskar is uh, a, a reference to like the Mandalorian armor, right? If, if I got that correct. Yeah. And then obviously I, I saw, I don't know if it was a sample, but somebody posted Beskar t-shirt, which I was trying to track down when I was in Florida, but nobody mm-hmm. um, had anything to to give me, which I was uh, sad. I, I, was, I was willing to pay money for it. Um, but I, I'm curious, like, where did that whole thing come from? Um, and, and I think it's cool for a band to kind of have a theme because it reminds me of um, like even like one of my favorite bands, uh, Bad Seed. Obviously, they're leaning into like the Child's Play stuff, even with like all their merch. Um, so I, I think that's pretty cool and pretty fun, especially for people who are fans of Star Wars to, to see a band um, do something like that. I, I'm pretty sure like that has a lot of people excited. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing was Carter. I mean, Carter's a huge Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. And so like um, 
after we roll, I think the first two songs were like kind of like, you know, try to figure out a name or whatever. And then he just suggested that. And then we kind of like in unison, we're like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, like I said, definitely like the theming and it's, it's a cool name too. Cause when I think about it, I don't think I've ever uh, heard or even know a, a band that's even used that name before. So I, I think that's a, you know, a, a good idea that you guys decided on. What's actually funny when you said that. There you go. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say, it was actually funny. Um, I remember looking up the other day, and I guess there's like another Florida band also called Best Guard. Um, I don't remember like what style they were, but I just mm-hmm. thought it was like kind of funny because I think they also only had like a demo out. And uh, did you look into it? Do you know anybody from that band? No. I mean, it doesn't, definitely looks, doesn't look like anybody that I would, I guess you would mm-hmm. know from any shows or anything like that. Like, I can't even remember where. It was like, I think maybe somewhere in like Tampa or Orlando, um, but definitely not the same style. Now th- this could be part of your guys' lore. Uh, you guys are just picking up where you guys left off, low key. Beskar, you know, back then is you guys now. It's never mm-hmm. stopped. Depending on what they sound like. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want people going back and be like, "Oh, your old shit sucks ass." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, I think on Spotify, I think if you, I mean, from what I've seen, like when you search Beskar, it comes up with our stuff. So yeah, and thankfully, it- I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that can be a problem, especially with bands with uh, and, and uh, like no diss, but like when bands have like super common names, right? Because then you get like uh, stuff from like the pop world seeping in, like in these search results, and you're like, geez, like I gotta like sift through this stuff to try to find the band that I'm looking for. So that's why I, I like when bands that have uh, these common names or common words or whatever have like on Instagram where they'll actually share it from Spotify to their Instagram story. So it has a little, you know, play on Spotify button. So I can just click it and then follow from there and, uh, you know, less trouble. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I still see like old heads talk about like how there's like a nineties band called foundation. And they always talk about like how that band is better than the, than the foundation that we all know about. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dog they had like a thing like a seven inch or something it's just like i don't know it, it is kind of weird um but i mean also yeah like you said with like really common names i mean it's eventually somebody's gonna have the same name and you know especially if it's like years gone by and let's use that like moniker before or like hasn't used it since then it's like of course there's gonna be a new band that's gonna have the, that same name and i also think that if it- if they haven't gone through the proper steps and I know sometimes it can get weird to go and like, you know, copyright it and make it official. But sometimes uh, you have to do that if you want to like protect it. But obviously sometimes in, in hardcore, it's like not not that big of a deal. I, I know I have seen certain bands over the years go through legal stuff where they're getting sued by these like bands from, uh, you know, France or just like the most random places. Uh, so it, it definitely can get interesting. But I know that uh, obviously it. It is hard to come up with a, a real original name at this point when you think about how long music uh, has been around and the amount of bands that are popping up everywhere uh, and not even just like the hardcore genre. So the fact that people are still able to come up with these clever names that haven't been taken, I always think it's uh, you know pretty surprising. Yeah, I mean, especially since like Carter is like really into like comic books and like, you know, stuff like Star Wars and everything. It's like, you know, it definitely opens up like the possibility of like different like names and stuff like that and like different things that we can use uh as far as like influence for you know like artwork and things like that um i mean like i know that because like carter is like really the comic books like whenever he was like what we should do for like the edge day promo i was like i mean the like what we're being crucified on the axe or whatever I was like, that's like, you know, super striking image has only been used as far as I can remember only by like a few bands, like let down being one of them. And I was like, I think we, it's cool to like kind of keep that thing going where it's like Almar and stuff like that kind of tying into like Carter's love for like comics or like Star Wars. And do any of you uh, like Star Wars or read comic books? Definitely a Star Wars fan. I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest fan, but I think out of like the Star Wars universe, probably like Mandalorian is definitely one of my favorites. So I was definitely on board when he suggested this car. But I don't know. I'm not really the comic books as much as Carter is for sure. 
Yeah. I mean, I've been watching Star Wars since I was like a little kid, but like, I would definitely not, I would definitely wouldn't say like, I'm like, you know, an expert or like super into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That definitely is all pretty much coming from Carter. Okay. And has being in a band called Beskar made you guys want to try to up your knowledge on at least like that lore? Because I know there's probably gonna be some snarky Star Wars fans who are gonna want to quiz you guys at some point, and uh, you know try to get some weird self righteous feeling if they you know can uh, get you guys uh, to answer a question wrong. I mean, then we just direct from Carter, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, right, I mean, just be like, bro, that's all. Like Carter came up with the name. Carter's the one coming up with the album artwork. Like, I mean, I don't know. I like it definitely. Like, I definitely do want to get more into like the Star Wars lore, just because like I like I said, I've been watching that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, as far as comic books, like I, I dabble in it here and there. Like I'm never, I'm not like Carter who like is going to the comic book store like every week kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I, I love comic books, so uh, I, I'm like there. I, I have a local shop that's owned by my like good friend. Uh, he does uh, super awesome stuff, he, and it's always fun to go in there and just to be able to hang out and talk comic books with him. But, but it's cool. It, I, I, I get it. it it can get overwhelming because shit comes out constantly. So I'm just like trying to play catch up like all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, I was actually just talking to my uh, roommate because uh, like, you know, I do like comics and I like anime and like, oh. I kind of want to get into manga just mm-hmm. because like I've been reading like Chainsaw Man and like it definitely is like, okay, like, you know, I kind of want to get into like collecting, but it is, the part about it is that it is like kind of like always coming out with new stuff and also just like housing that much like physical like copies and stuff like that is just like a bit overwhelming already for sure uh and i i am curious uh can anybody clear up uh you know that t-shirt that i saw i because I, I i know i asked somebody at the show but i can't remember if it was miles or somebody else but um was that a, a sample or was that just uh, something created in photoshop and not even a real garment uh, for yeah, what I remember, been, sorry you go ahead yeah, i think I, I think he's talking about the one that I sent in the group chat earlier. Um, yeah, that, that I think that was just an idea as of right now. Mm-hmm. I probably posted it doing something dumb, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we're trying to get it made. That's the goal to get that design made because it looks sick as fuck, to be honest. And you, you guys didn't have any uh, best car merch at the show? Oh, no, uh, we sold the tapes, mm-hmm. the edge day tapes we sold last night. And uh, I don't think we hadn't, we didn't sell any of the demo tapes. Those haven't even come in yet, but. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but last I talked to Carter, he said he did order shirts. So he said yeah. that we should probably get those, I think by the end of the month. Okay, for sure. That's not that far <laughs> away. But uh, I, I like the, the Edge Day promo, uh, obviously a straight edge band. So it, it makes sense to do something like that. And I, I think, uh, you guys uh, made a good choice in doing that because looking across the board, right this year, there weren't any big edge day shows. And I'm, I'm assuming that's due to the part because of the pandemic. Nobody uh, could see this far into the future um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, guarantee that a show would be possible. So I, I totally get why there probably um, you know wasn't one because of that reason. So the fact that, uh, you know, you guys in front within records uh, took it upon yourselves to do some cool stuff for edge day, releasing that edge day promo, Obviously, there's the new From Within Records t-shirt, the Edge Day zine. I, I thought that, that was really awesome for you guys to, to do that, to just kind of remind people like, hey, like uh, Edge Day is today still something special. There might not be a big show going on anywhere, but, uh, you know, here's some cool stuff from us. Like, check it out. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing about that is the promo. We actually put that idea because, like, uh, we were going to play an Edge Day show in Tampa, Mm-hmm. this contention um and like cold steel but uh the thing about it was that like we i we all agreed to it and then like i think it was like a week or so later i realized that like my one of my best friend's wedding was on is on edge day mm-hmm. so i was like uh so bad news i can't really go anymore so we were just like okay let's uh let's just go ahead and still do the promo and everything and obviously carter you know put out that really sick scene that you know uh has like guy from course this uh, course of disapproval or earth crisis and uh you know the singer from envision vision and we did like kind of like a sort of like an edge day show the day the night before and yeah i mean it was pretty pretty dope and you know edge day is it means a lot to me because like edge day 
I want to say it was 2011, really had like, when I went to that in Atlanta, that had like a huge impact on me as far as like being like, man, drinking and smoking, like kind of sucks ass. Like I don't want, <laughs> I don't really want to be a part of that world anymore compared to like how sick this seems. It's like I've been going to shows forever, but like being in a room full of people hexed up and like singing along to like edge day bands and stuff, it like, you know, it had such like a profound effect on me. So it always means a lot. 100%. I always laugh at myself when I think about when I was in high school, I always thought that I would love drinking and I thought that was going to be my thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, here we are, uh, fast forward to uh, the future and I, it's still not my thing. I, I never uh, liked it, never smoked and just never did anything. So when I stumbled upon Straight Edge, and it was all because of my sister, shout out my sister, wherever she is. Um, she kind of put me on to hardcore, uh, and she eventually faded away. She she dropped out. Uh, she sold out. Whatever. But I, uh, you know, it's it, it stuck with me. I, I always thought it was the, the coolest thing because at that point in my life, I was uh, still trying to like figure out who I was. Right. I, I didn't really have like an identity. I was like a young freshman kid. I I had no real friends of my own because I I used to hang out with my my cousin. Shout out my cousin Alfie. Good dude. Uh, his friends are were awesome. But I, I was always like the young kid getting picked on. And I was just like, oh, you guys are putting me in some some weird situations that I just don't enjoy. So I was like, all right, let me go out and try to figure this out for myself. And uh, sister showed me hardcore and I just dove in head first. I became a sponge, wanted to learn everything that I could. And obviously found straight edge at the same time. And I was like, I definitely identify with this because I don't think I will ever want to do that stuff. And it's just something that I was against from like an early age. And to find mm -hmm. other people, uh, I eventually found some other like local straight because there, there weren't that many of us. And uh, to my knowledge, I think w all but one dude is still straight edge. Everybody else that was straight edge back then has, has sold out, has you know, you know, quote unquote, grown up or whatever that bullshit is. Um, but it was definitely something that uh, helped me out when I was uh, like you know developing it as a person. So I will always uh, you know be straight edge, and it'll always definitely be something special to me. So it's, it's always cool to be able to see. Uh, you know, obviously someone like you, Rob, who's around my age, still straight edge. And even someone like you, Miles, who's a young kid, uh, you could easily, uh, you know, go down a different path. I I'm sure, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids your age uh, doing different shit and maybe want to peer pressure you into, you know, going down a different road. But but, but it's only cool to see the kind of like the um, two different, you know, uh, perspectives right the the older and the younger obviously uh josh you kind of fall in the middle um you know still still proud of you uh for, for still being straight edge but yeah it, it's just an awesome thing yeah it's a it's kind of tough being straight edge in high school you know and there's like kids you turn a corner in school and there's somebody smoking a blunt in the bathroom you know <laughs> and then you turn around there's someone vaping someone smoking a cigarette and uh it almost it kind of kind of really takes you took me like you said, you thought it would be for you. Um, it took me to try it out, really doing that to realize it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to go out of my way to do these things, try not to get caught by my parents, you know, lie to my parents to do that. I was like, it's not even worth it. I don't even, I don't even like doing it. I don't like the people who I'm surrounded by. So discovering, I had discovered straight edge at that time, like a couple of years before that, but that's when it kind of like, stuck with me really it's like this isn't how i want to live my life <laughs> and uh, miles are, are there like other straight edge kids at your school that you guys can kind of like you know click up or you know be friends with or are you like this weird straight edge kid that has to explain what straight edge is to um, all the other kids of your age yeah um there's a couple other straight edge kids i think you might have seen them at the show the burning strong record release show they don't even go to my school but they're the only people I know that are like close to my age that are straight edge. So I do have to explain to everybody. I was even explaining to the easygoing gallery owner. He's like, so what's this music y'all play? It's called straight edge music, hardcore, whatever that is. And I was like, mm -hmm. the music's called hardcore music and uh straight edge is just, you know, you don't smoke, don't drink, no drugs, you know? And he's even he, he's like, in his 20s at least maybe even 30s couldn't even like fathom why would someone do that <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't like to to like shun the like uh, you know the civilians or the normies or however you want to describe them uh but it's always um, funny 
whenever it gets brought up around people who aren't familiar with it, obviously you, you talk about straight as around mm-hmm. like a hardcore person, whatever. It, it's not that, uh, you know, out of the norm for them. But when I'm around uh, like other people and they, they hear about it and it, I, you always get that dumb question like, oh, like you don't drink, you don't smoke. Like, how do you have fun? And it's just like, dude, it, yeah. there's other ways to have fun. Like, <laughs> that's the dumbest yeah. question. Like, get out of here. Uh, so yeah. it, it's, it's always funny trying to explain it to people who don't understand and, and I get it, right? Because obviously, it, it's so common to go out and go have a drink, right? There's bars everywhere. You can get alcohol anywhere. And even uh, smoking uh, these days, um, you know, you, you mentioned vaping, which I think is like the funniest thing. It, it always looks good whenever I see anybody vaping in public. But it's, it's just like, yeah, I, I always uh, laugh when people ask me that question whenever I tell them that I'm straight edge. Yeah, I agree. And even when they say that, um, I'm just like, they ask what I do for fun since I'm not doing any drugs or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I love music. I play a couple different instruments, really, that I enjoy doing. And it's, it's just really an awkward position to be put in. You know, I still respect the people that aren't straight edge, but there's tons of people that are very close minded and don't even want to accept the idea of being sober. It's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, Miles, you're in high school. I, I feel like uh, that's a cool advantage for the band because I, I feel like you, you could show up to school uh, you know talk about your your band you know text your your spotify link and maybe hand out some demos to try to spread the word do you uh, like <laughs> having people uh, in your local school know that you're in a band or are you just like to keep it low-key and uh, just leave it for the hardcore community um <clears throat> i feel like sometimes i do bring it up to people it just really depends who it is because a lot of people don't give a shit <laughs> actually that's like 90 percent of the people i ended up uh i was talking to my teacher last week and we were talking about music and he's like bringing up all these bands and i'm like i, I play in a band blah 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 cradle to grave and uh he actually put me took a picture of me put me in the yearbook and he's gonna have me type up a whole bunch of stuff uh because it was i think the day it was a homecoming day he said uh wear a band t-shirt so i wore a cradle to grave t-shirt it's kind of funny and uh but it's you don't really get an advantage i guess if i was rapping and maybe like <laughs> talking about like shooting up a block and smoking a blunt you know i might wow. get some cool points but okay nobody wants to hear your, yeah. your positive lyrics yeah. or uh hear, hear josh talk about uh straight edge stuff okay no I, I i i totally get it but i honestly i i respect you so much for um having uh, the ability to to do something uh you know to give back to the hardcore scene when you're so young especially like when i look back when i was 17 i was uh the, the thought of even being in a band or doing anything other than going to shows and buying merch didn't even cross my mind so the fact that you were like you know light years ahead of where i was when i was 17 uh you know i'm stoked for you uh I, i'm just happy to see that at least in pensacola there's uh you know going to be these young kids to to keep it going to to keep these bands alive to start new projects and to to, to be there and to hold it down uh whenever uh, you know the older generation uh you know goes away for whatever reason uh so it, it's, it's cool to, to to see especially in, in a place like where you guys are at yeah i was honestly like once i was really introduced to the hardcore scene in pensacola i was kind of scared because i was like everybody's older than me there's nobody my age and then i met you know hudson gray thomas and luke they're all the straight edge guys that are my age you know and they play in their own band accident prone that's what josh was telling you about earlier Mm -hmm. but once i once i found them i just like instantly started punishing them because I, I couldn't I couldn't be the last one left in hardcore or you know like the youngest one the last generation couldn't be the last one. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, okay, so the the Edge Day promo. I'm, I I just have a couple questions. Uh, whose idea was it to pick those cover songs? Um. So, uh, Carter's one brought up Force of Disapproval, which you know everybody was on board for. And then he brought up Stop and Think. And I was like, well, if we're doing Stop and Think, we got to do Get Lost. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a song that, like, I feel like if we play outside of Pensacola, uh, like Tampa or Birmingham or Atlanta or whatever, I feel like it's a song that we could, you know, pull out and then we play it and everyone knows it and we'll have fun too. So we're like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Great song. I, I love Stop and Think. I was fortunate enough to have seen them once. I mean, and that was a couple of years ago. It wasn't even during like when they were um, around and being like an active band. So uh, I, I'm, I'm yeah. stoked that you guys picked those covers, great covers. Um, but the other two songs, obviously, it, it's a 
promo tape was this just in promo for edge day or is this promo for something that's coming uh down the road are, are those two songs going to be on your next ep or lp whatever you guys decide to do next yeah like we talked about it um actually we talked about last night how we we're going to pro- probably re-record both songs mm-hmm. um if we decide to do an ep or possibly even an lp um yeah i mean uh, it was kind of like okay we're gonna do this for edge day but at the same time like we do really like these songs and we kind of want to like revisit them later on. Okay. That, that, that's something good to hear. And now I, I want to go back to that night, uh, in uh, Pensacola for the burning strong record release show. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I flew out there and I had no idea what to expect. Right. I was just happy to see that there were so many bands, uh, that, I was friends with on the bill. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is just going to be a, a, a fun thing for me to be able to get to see a lot of people that I normally don't get to see. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'd seen one step closer, uh, uh, a couple weeks prior in California. So that was uh, kind of strange because I normally don't get to see them that often. So the fact that I saw them a few weeks in uh, a few weeks before in California, and then here we are in Pensacola, uh, Florida, and we, we get to hang out again. It, it was a cool thing for me, but I, I'm just curious, uh, what was it like for you guys on, on the lead up, right? Because obviously Burning Strong, local band to you guys, and I'm sure uh, those are your friends. That band means a, a lot to you guys, but um, leading up to that show, like what was like your guys' feelings on it? Well, it was, I would say Burning Strong is probably the biggest Pensacola band right now that I've been around for. Mm-hmm. And we've been waiting for this record release show since, I mean, before, at some point during COVID, Code Orange was supposed to play mm-hmm. Pensacola with, um, even the Knife, I'm pretty sure supposed to play for them, I can't remember. But they're going to have like a really sick record release show with them. That didn't happen because of COVID, obviously. So, I mean, we've just been waiting for this record release show forever. And the fact that, you know, there's so many great bands on that lineup, even though One Step Closer record released like a day or two before, so that was really special to see them right after that. But I don't know, it was, it was just really cool to have something for us. Like after COVID, I feel like everybody went through like so much. It just felt like, I don't know, this is kind of like our scene, you know. It, it was just good to have like a nice proper hardcore show after such a long break with COVID. Yeah, I was really excited because uh, it was the first hardcore show in Pensacola that I knew all the bands. <laughs> I knew their songs. <laughs> That's awesome. It, uh, yeah, I would say, like, hey, I was very excited just because, like, shows are kind of, like, you know, one of those things where, you know, you get to see people that you haven't seen in a while. And um, every band, I would say, like, you know, every band that was on the bill kind of has, like, their own style. So it was, like, cool because, you know, it was kind of, like, a f- little bit of, like, a flavor for everybody. And that's kind of, like, when I would tell people about the show, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, like, there's something for everybody at the show. Like, you should definitely come out. Uh, and actually, uh, a friend of mine who is, was kind of like on the fence of whether or not to be like, you know, straight edge or whatever, he said that the magnitude set, like, kind of like convinced them to like finally like claim edge. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. cr- that's crazy. That is insane. I gotta, uh, make sure that they know about that. Cause I, cause I, wow. Yeah. I'm tripping out about that. Cause obviously for me, uh, having been edge for so long, I I don't even think about stuff like that. Like what will like you know push somebody to become straight edge? So to to hear that, and especially I was there that night. So now I'm thinking back to like, man, wonder what was going through your friend's mind. I mean, he like straight up told me he was like, yeah, I mean, like kind of thinking about like you know playing edge and everything because like uh, me and my my buddy John kind of like showed him you know showed him a lot of stuff and everything. But like he was like, yeah, like you know uh, Russ like straight up like. You know, saying like everybody with their with their uh, exed up fists, like raising the air, and everything. Like he said that I just had a profound impact because he was like, "This is something that you know that I want to be a part of." He's young; he's like you know, like twenty one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we just uh, we you know, I mean, like showed him bands and like showed him straight stuff. But like that was like something that just like I remember he would tell us talk about it for like the whole week. He was just like that just had like such a huge impact and like made me want to be a part of it. That's awesome. Well, welcome to the gang. I, I always love seeing <laughs> seeing those old like uh, you know news broadcasts of uh, you know talking about militant straight edge and uh, talking about how we would get violent over a glass of wine and <laughs> all that old crazy shit, uh, which is pretty funny. But that's cool. I, I think it's really awesome to hear that um, a, a band like that, especially Magnitude. I, I always uh have to sit back and kind of uh, soak it in whenever I see them live. Because I'm like, okay, this is just one of those bands that are definitely special and whenever they decide to hang it up we're gonna look back and be like damn 
I don't know who's going to be able to do it like that again because because there's not that many bands that, that kind of get the reaction that they do right to have everybody so passionately uh, you know being involved during the set so it, it's, it's always a, a cool experience for me to be able to witness it live and to be able to speak to, to some of those guys on a personal level I, I always uh, have to try to give them their flowers in real time and not regret anything after it's all said and done. I mean, I would definitely say like magnitude is um, probably, I would say probably like it, like one of, if not like, at least in my opinion, like the most important straight edge band going right now, Mm -hmm. just because they are able, like with their sound and with their lyrics, they're able to reach like, you know, a ton of people and the fact that they get to tour with bands like Knock Loose and stuff and they get to like get exposed, like, you know, expose like people that normally wouldn't check out that style of hardcore and like get to, you know, see people, you know, expose them to like straight edge and everything. Like I think is like a huge thing. And I think they're kind of getting to that point where they're kind of like, I would, there's always bands that like kind of like turn into like the straight edge band for a while. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're becoming that. Yeah, no, I I would definitely agree because uh, there are bands like, you know, obviously straight edge bands, non straight edge bands, but for a, a band like Mag- Magnitude to come around with a, like a real message and, you know, some real deep meanings behind their songs, it, it's, it's always something special. Cause like when I think back to, you know, like a band like uh, Mindset, I'm not sure if you guys ever listened to Mindset, but like w- yeah. when I like listen to or read their lyrics, I was like, dude, this band, like even like I knew it, like whenever I would see them live, I'm like, I don't understand how it can get any better than this. Um, cause like, I feel like they were like one of those bands that just had it all like the complete package. Um, so it, it was only sad to, to see them go when they decided to call it quits, but yeah, magnitude, amazing band for anybody who, uh, you know, I, I would be surprised if there's uh, you know anybody listening to this who doesn't listen to magnitude, but if um, you're one of those few people that don't, you should definitely check out that band, uh, doing awesome things for, for their scene and just the hardcore scene in general, just to see them uh, do anything. It, it's definitely like, I feel like I'm privileged. So shout out to them. Yeah, I mean, they've always been like super cool guys. Like, um, I was talking to someone the other day about how, like, bull band I was in, we played North Carolina, and all those guys, like, you know, hooked us up, you know, gave us the best, like, I would say, like, gave us the best show that we ever played. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, like, hooked us, like I said, they hooked us up for that. Like, we got paid the best in North Carolina by those guys. So, like, you know, I think because of that, there's always been like a good connection, obviously, because, you know, also Carter uh, is, you know, really tied in with those uh, magnitude dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they I feel like they have like the message, and everything that people who want to be straight edge need to hear. And, you know, also to look into other things like um, I feel like which song it is. But like the fact that Russ talks about like, you know, not being like tight, like tying yourself into like material possessions and things like that. I mean, what other hardcore band is really talking about things like that? Like, I feel like Russ just has kind of like his own, like he has his own way of like writing lyrics and stuff to where he's not like he's speaking true to the heart, like from his heart and everything. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. And you uh, bring up Carter. I, I just wanted to shout out Carter for uh, being a good friend, he he made me feel like I was a Pensacola local because uh, obviously, like I flew in. Uh, his wife uh, you know, picked me up from the airport, which I was so thankful for because it was really late at night, and uh, just uh, welcomed me into their home, which I you know I'm, I'm so thankful for, and just uh, showing me around and just uh, being there. It, it didn't felt like or it, it didn't feel like I was just some you know random person from the internet. Uh, who was just there for the show like uh it, it was just nice to be able to feel just super welcomed by carter and everybody else that that i ran into uh, so it was just definitely like a good experience for me and, and then even miles coming up to me i, I don't even know what set it was during but miles come like came up to me and uh like uh, introduced himself and i was just like oh yeah like hey like nice to meet you um but i i didn't really hear him say his name that clear because it was like i said like the band was playing so i, I made sure to to stop him after the set because i i saw him outside and i just had to make sure that i heard his name correctly just so i could know because like whenever anybody comes up to me and you know takes time out of their own day to come up and you know introduce themselves like i want to actually meet you and not just you know uh, shake your hand and then just forget about you because uh, for, for somebody to, to do that I, I i truly appreciate anybody um who will take the time and just come up to me and say nice things so shout out to 
to, to Miles for doing that. And then obviously meeting you, Josh, at the show too. That was cool. Um, but I, I, I just didn't meet Rob, which was like the funniest thing to me because uh, I, 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 I told uh, me this off air, Rob, like, you know, what, when I talked to you through the DMs, like I, I've seen Rob at every Florida show that I've been to, uh, which I thought was funny because he told me that he barely leaves, uh, you know, Northern Florida. So I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, I know for a fact, I'm not mistaking you for somebody else. Cause I know, cause I, I, I am pretty good with, you know, uh, remembering people's faces. So when I had to obviously mention the shows that I went to to get confirmation, sure enough, it, it was him. Like we'd been at these shows together. So it, it was definitely uh, funny for me because I'm like, I've seen this guy around, but I've never talked to him. So like, obviously I know he's definitely down for hardcore if he's going to be at all these different places that I am. Uh, so it was just nice to finally be able to to reach out and um, actually have dialogue and now know him, call him a friend instead of just like that guy that I know that's always going to be at these Florida shows. Yeah, I mean, I would say that I'm also like, I mean, eventually, I, I, even if we didn't do this whole thing, like I would definitely at some point would have recognized you and been like, oh, yeah, I've seen this guy around. Like, let me go skip what's up. Because, like, I feel like I feel like the one thing that, you know, as far as, like, Florida, especially Pensacola, is that we I feel like, you know, we try to have, like, a rep of being, like, you know, um, very friendly. And we try to, like, you know, extend a hand, you know, to, you know, anybody. And, and that's just how I am when it comes to, like, seeing people chose. I'm like, oh, I've seen this guy around. I'm going to say what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, like every Florida show that I've been to, it, it's been a good experience. Cause even when I went to the uh, point of contact uh, commitment record release show, I rolled up with my buddy, uh, Trenton and outside of, uh, like outside of knowing, um, Lennon, uh, Garrett and Jose, uh, and like Alex Sejas, that was it. Like everybody else was pretty much a stranger to me. So I was just kind of just on my P's and Q's. Cause like, obviously like I'm in a, a whole different state uh, for a hardcore show for the first time. So I'm like, all right, I, I don't want to uh, piss anybody off. I don't want to get beat up because obviously like I'm there with like one other dude. Uh, chances of us getting beat up are pretty high if we, you know, step out of line. So I'm like, all right, I want to go just enjoy my time, have fun and try not to piss anybody off. But but I went there and, you know, I, I met Kevin that night, which I feel like that's um, where my relationship with uh, Burning Strong started was that night, which it was totally unintentional because I didn't even know who they were until that night because I had my buddy Evan reach out to me and was like, yo, like you got to make sure to show up early to see this band because they're super sick. And sure enough, I did blown away. I've been a fan ever since. So it's just like, yeah, every time. And then even FYA, like you guys can see it right here. This, this sign that I stole from the front door at FYA seven, I I, I hang in here proudly (laughs) because that fest uh, is is something that I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, Shout out to uh, Bob Wilson and everybody that helped put on that fest. It was, uh, it, it was perfect from beginning to end. And I'm definitely looking forward to going back this upcoming January for FYA eight. Um, and it's just, it's just awesome. Like so far, uh, Florida is on like this perfect streak of, uh, me having a good time. So uh, I'm always looking forward to going back. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Cause I mean, we definitely, like I said, we always try to, I feel like collectively Florida tries to, you know, make people feel included. And I know with Florida, it can be, you know, be a little bit crazy and stuff here and there. Um, and, you know, like how you mentioned, like Bob, like Bob has been pretty much putting, you know, Florida on like a lot. Mm-hmm. And that part of it being because, you know, he lived in Pensacola and everything, but like, he's just also just like one of the best dudes in the scene. Like he's just, you know, one of those guys that like, you know, if he, if he fucks with you, he's going to put your like band or project on, he's going to like let people know about it. hundred percent. And uh, going back to, to Beskar, obviously I'm uh, that Jay Prom was out. But um, what are your guys' uh, plans next? Do you guys have any shows? Uh, do you guys have any plans to uh, do stuff outside of Pensacola? Because um, obviously uh, you guys are gaining some traction. I'm seeing some people I know out here in California tweeting about you guys. So I, I feel mm-hmm. like there's uh, this growing fan base as you know um, things are slowly moving along. Yeah. I mean, I was actually just talking to a friend of mine uh, last night. And because we we're talking about like touring and stuff. And uh, I was telling him like, yeah, like we were planning on playing like some shows. Um you know, like in Florida, like we already have works for like November. Um, and we're like, you know, wanting to do a tour. Um, and like right now, like we would love to do a tour with contention just because those guys are fucking awesome. Um, and I already know like a couple of those dudes in that band and Sam with Carter's, he knows them as well. And like, um, their record is like one of the best like straight records that's came out recently. And we would love to do like, we already like kind of talking about doing some stuff like in Florida and like, you know, like Atlanta. Um, but we definitely would like to, you know, hit a like East coast, 
And I mean, personally, I would love to like go as far as like California and like hit that, hit the whole West Coast. Like that'd be really dope. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Best scar at program would go off. I think that'd be. Oh yeah, wild. that'd be insane. I would lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's honestly it, it still trips me out that uh, shows still happen there because it, it's le- it's a legit business right uh, like a legit skate shop they sell awesome vinyl uh but like when i go there and these shows are happening i'm tripping out because the last show i went to there was uh no pressure it was like no pressure momentum dare um who, who else am i forgetting i'm deprecating somebody else um, oh and scowl scowl played scowl, um, yeah yeah but like when i'm standing there in like the skate shop and like these awesome hardcore bands are playing you know people are going off uh you know they're like people are going crazy moshing uh you know jumping off stuff uh, you know diving on people I, I just look around like this is this is so insane and i'm so appreciative to have something so cool like as program because obviously like i like the normal venues right like chain reactions awesome the absor- the observatory is awesome um even like the newer stuff in la that, that's going on is like you know like cool stuff but like yeah uh, programs just uh, like super special so i i think seeing you guys there would be super sick but yeah i, I think I, I think that's all like in due time right you guys just gotta keep doing what you're doing and eventually um, i think probably like the biggest thing for you guys is just getting time to be able to take off of work and school to make it all the way out to the west coast yeah i mean we also since you know miles is, is 17 we're all like trying to work with his like school schedule and like trying mm-hmm. to see about doing stuff as that was kind of the reason why we're talking about like maybe doing a tour in January, just because, you know, he'll be on like, you know, winter break and everything. Um, so we kind of like to work with that a bit, but I mean, I think ultimately everybody feels the same way that we would like to, you know, do like a more like a full fledged tour. Something. For sure. I, I think that that would be awesome to, to see you guys be able to get out and do that. And you guys also live in an interesting state as well, because obviously, uh, just like California, it's such a big state. So obviously to do like a whole like Florida tour, I think that would be awesome. Uh, But I'm not sure like how viable that would be, uh, because I don't know what else it's like outside of like Tampa and Pensacola, because I know there's stuff that goes down in like Miami and Tallahassee, but I'm not sure like how popping it is down there. But I think that would be cool for you guys to be able to get out and uh, do something like that just to just keep spreading the word. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like you know connections like you know all the, all throughout florida so i think it would be pretty easy for us to play like a kind of nice like you know like a week-long tour or something like that um just because like you know as you said like tallahassee has shit going on um because of like tyler denslow um, jacksonville has stuff going on and like tampa and orlando kind of has been like mainstay they always got stuff going on um and south florida always is popping with like shows and like new stuff and everything um shout out to domain domain is really fucking dope um and me and alex been talking about like playing shows and stuff so i want to switch gears real quick um uh you know miles josh you guys playing another band called uh, over the line is, is it hard to find balance between best car and over the line because obviously like uh, two newer projects i feel like you guys kind of came out at, like kind of the same time um not for me it's because we're both in those bands it's if there's any like local shows like any show i feel like we could either have overline player mescar and i don't know just for me it seems pretty easy to balance both of them um i don't know what it's like for miles but for me it's easy mm-hmm. yeah same same for me um <coughs> sorry okay oh um, <laughs> i wasn't sure if that was it <laughs> <laughs> no no um maybe it is it i don't know what to say <laughs> i just love playing so i'll literally play mm-hmm. in best car over line i'll be just as happy so yeah. as long as we're gonna play shows i'm happy <laughs> yeah like uh like rob was saying earlier we had this like local spot uh the outdoor venue that we were playing at it's called dixie land rocks mm-hmm. um and it's kind of just like a thrift store um and she's got like a little courtyard outside and she has bands set up and everything. And so honestly, we took advantage of that over the summer with over the line and even going into school, like beginning of school, we just tried to get as many like over the line shows. I know, uh, best guard couldn't do a couple. So we put over the line on instead and it kind of like, it kind of works better with having both bands run at the same time, mm-hmm. kind of like the same pace, you know? Yeah. Now I feel like, like it's inevitable to have like a, best car over the line run at some point since it's like not oh, that yeah. many extra people to to bring along yeah exactly that's the goal 
and how has the reception been for the over the line demo? Because obviously, I'm um, like I said, I'm I, I seen this uh, you know people out here posting about Beskar, and I feel like I, you guys have gotten good traction with that. But as far as over the line, how do you feel it's been for that project? For me, it's better than I expected. Um, I kind of didn't really like what I wrote for over the line, and I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand it at first, and then I think uh, Bob Wilson he said something like. This is really good, straightforward. You know, it's better than this and this. And mm-hmm. and I kind of understood it. And I was like, I kind of, I want to write more basic stuff. You know, I like straightforward, hardcore. There's no gimmick to it. You know. Yeah, I, I was surprised because I didn't even know um, that it was dropping the day that it came out. I remember because uh, I'm a, I'm up pretty early, so whenever I see my friends on the East Coast posting stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let me check this out. And I, I listened to it. I'm like, okay, this is uh, definitely something that that I can. Uh, fuck with so that's why I, I reposted it and i'm you know i'm trying to tell everybody that i can about uh, that band as well so i i think you guys are doing a good job with uh overline as well so just uh, like i said uh, keep doing what you're doing with that and i feel like you guys will be fine thank you yeah the reception was definitely i was surprised i thought we were only gonna get like 50 listeners so yeah. <laughs> yeah, i was definitely pleasantly surprised for sure so overall uh, it seems like you guys have a bright future out there in, in Pensacola what when it comes to hardcore because obviously uh you guys have that newer venue then um Rob uh uh he's he's working on a, another venue right I, I forgot what it's called because I, I remember hearing everybody mentioning it but I I'm drawing a blank on the actual name of it uh, yeah he's working on or is it handlebar it's handlebar he's uh handlebar, okay. um so handlebar has kind of been like a mainstay in Pensacola like you know um like fucking famous bands played there like uh like i think like black flag and suicidal played there like back in the day um i want to say like fugazi even played there uh-huh. um so it's been around for like ever and um there was like uh issue with like an owner uh selling the property and stuff but like the new owners like yeah like you know once you guys are up and running we can do new shows and stuff so like that's what rob's currently working on since uh night moves basically shut down because of the pandemic yeah, and I, I was always saddened to to hear that because that's uh, one place I wanted to check out since I had heard so many good things about Night Moves. But I'm happy that uh, you know Rob was able to um, you know find another spot to try to keep things going. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, that place open up in the future and you guys get more shows out there. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean Rob, I feel like he's gonna put on like you know he put on really great shows for Night Moves. I mean, even like the very first like gig, I remember that he. Um, put up was like typecast in the uh, band low end and that fucking show popped off like i did i wasn't sure like how many people were to come out and it was like crazy to see that many people go off and where there was no like stage there was no lights like there was you know it was kind of just like okay like we got the you know he got like the keys to the place and he just like went on a show like shortly after oh yeah that's awesome i i, I like to hear and uh, you know, see that kind of stuff happen. Uh, so, like, like I said, uh, I'm really stoked for you guys. It sounds like uh, things are uh, you know kind of trending in the right direction, even though like we're still in the pandemic. Um, but things are opened up now. Shows are happening again, uh, and just to kind of be uh, somebody watching from the outside, it's something cool to see. And I, I definitely want to get out to Pensacola again in the future. Um, hopefully, uh, Carter will have me back, um, and it'll, it'll be cool to get to experience it again. Because, like I said, the first time. Uh, was a blast, uh, something that I'll never forget. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to, to going back and getting to experience Pensacola hardcore again. But I'm sure I'll see. I'm pretty sure I'll see most of you guys in January. For sure, me and Robert. For sure, we're gonna try to sneak Miles. Miles, we'll, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. I'm I'm uh maybe Bob Wilson will hear this and we'll uh, try to work something out because Miles. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it would be a, soda weekend pass. <laughs> I feel like it, so. <laughs> I feel like it would be a crime if Miles didn't go and you guys all went, went without him. So uh, we'll yeah, because I even I even went to last year or not last year FY seven mm-hmm. um very last minute and thankful for my parents letting me go within like three days notice with a bunch of strangers <laughs> kind sure. of but okay. yeah, yeah like i mean i and we were like talking about the other day it was like i don't think they would have let him go if they didn't know that i was gone because i know his parents because uh my, my brother and uh, my sister-in-law are like best friends with his parents oh wow that's yeah. cool that- that's awesome. So shout out to to Rob for coming in clutch and knowing your parents and uh, making that happen. 
that's awesome but yeah hopefully sure. um, I, i'm sure things will work out uh, uh like i said hopefully bob bob wilson will hear this and uh it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out because like i said it would be a crime if uh, they went without you i'm sure they don't want to go without you so uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll it'll, it'll it'll happen yeah but seriously i, I want to thank you guys uh for your time for doing the podcast. Uh, I'm a fan of Beskar, fan of Over the Line. I'm, I'm a fan of what you guys are doing. Uh, but before we sign off, is there anything else you guys would like to say? Shout out Robert Goodspeed. Yeah, shout Straight out Robert up. Goodspeed. Um, for Over the Line, shout out to Rain. He recorded us, mm-hmm. hooked us up, you know, for recording our first demo. So shout out to him, Tyler from KOTP for Beskar too. Awesome. Rob, anything from you before we go? Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I have the same sentiments like uh shout out to Rob Goodsby, shout out to Tyler Denslow, shout out to Rain for always, you know, to work with bands and stuff and like record shit. Um and you know, shout out to everybody that's, you know, been sharing Best Bar and over the line because it's you know, I feel like this is like the like first band for I think everybody included, whether it be Best Bar or over the line that we feel like we finally are, you know, getting some, you know, traction if that we've been involved in um and you know for carter obviously he's got paid back so mm-hmm. you know he's got like a band that's already on the on it um but it's just really cool to see the response for sure I'm very appreciative of it well it's well deserved you guys deserve it the music's awesome so keep doing what you're doing shout out to everybody who tuned in and we'll be back soon 